Good morning everyone. Welcome to the Zephyr Lake Amalite Evangelization Campaign. Today we're going to read question 214 from the Compendium of the Catechism of the Catholic Church. In what does the final judgment consist? The final or universal judgment consists in a sentence of happiness or eternal condemnation which the Lord Jesus will issue in regard to the just and the unjust. Acts chapter 24 verse 15 When he returns as the judge of the living and the dead. After the last judgment, the resurrected body will share in the retribution which the soul received at the particular judgment. For my personal reflection today, the first coming of Christ was in the silent night. It was so tranquil, serene, and the angels were singing peace on earth to men of goodwill, and it happened in a very quiet setting. Whereas the second coming of Christ will occur in great majesty and glory, where Jesus will come in his full glory with his angels, and there will be a trumpet blast so loud that it will wake up all the dead, all who have died will wake up and they will um, they will all be gathered together for judgment and um, they would be depending on their particular judgment they would either go with jesus to reign with him in heaven or they would go to eternal condemnation but the uh, the bodies and the souls will be reunited at that point before they reach their final destination. And before the second coming, there will be several signs in nature as well as among people. There will be signs or in the sun, the moon, the stars, and also there will be several wars and famines and earthquakes on earth before the second coming. Jesus himself speaks about this as he was speaking about the destruction of the temple in Jerusalem which occurred in the first century. He also speaks in that same um, gospel passage in chapter 24 of Matthew. He speaks sitting on the Mount of Olives and speaking to his disciples and while he's speaking, that's when he talks about how at the end of the age, there will be nation that will raise again, uh, rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines and earthquakes. And that's just the beginning of the suffering. And he says there will be tremendous persecution of the believers. And we know in this last century, in the 20th century and also now, there is a lot of hatred towards people who believe in Jesus in many nations. People are persecuted for his name's sake. And the whole world will hate people who believe in Jesus. And there will be many false prophets who will actually work many wonders, but they will not be of Christ or of God. They will be there to lead the uh, believers away from God and away from Christ. And um, when, when Jesus goes, to, goes on to say that immediately after all this tribulation, there will be 
a darkening of the sun and the moon and the stars so there will be some kind of a cosmic um, signs that will occur prior to Christ's second coming and you can read all of this in Matthew chapter 24 and 25 and uh, we know that when Jesus comes the second time and when the angels blow the trumpet all the people who have died uh, their bodies will all be resurrected and the souls will be reunited with their bodies and then they will be judged after that point and we do know as we see in Matthew chapter 25 the criteria for judgment we can read from verses 31 onwards is on how we loved God but also how we treated one another how we took care of the the poor the stranger the sick and the vulnerable so that's that's all in Matthew chapter 25 and there are many passages in the Bible that talks about the second coming especially uh, Revelation chapter 20 we, uh, we can read a little bit the the rest of the dead did not come to life until the thousand years were ended so this is Christ's reigning of thousand years immediately after the establishment of the church. And um, this is the first resurrection. The first resurrection is the baptism. Blessed and holy is he who shares in the first resurrection over such the second death has no power, but they shall be priests of God and of Christ, and they shall reign with him a thousand years. And when the thousand years are ended, Satan will be released from his prison and will come out to deceive the nations which are at the four corners of the earth, that is Gog and Magog, to gather them for battle. Their number is like the sand of the sea. And they marched up over the broad earth and surrounded the camp of the saints and the beloved city. But fire came down from heaven and consumed them. And the devil who had deceived them was thrown into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beasts and the false prophet were, and they were tormented day and night forever and ever. Then I saw a great white throne, and him who sat upon it. From his presence earth and sky fled away, and no place was found for them. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne, and books were opened. Also another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged by what was written in the books, by what they had done. And the sea gave up the dead in it, dead in Hades gave up the dead in them, and all were judged by what they had done. Then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. This is the second death, the lake of fire. And if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. So this is in Revelation chapter 20. There are very many passages in the Bible where uh, the apostles as well speak about the second coming. The most important thing to remember is that the destruction and all those things that are to happen, we are not to fear those things because those of us who have a relationship with the person of Jesus Christ 
and we stay in him and we take care of one another especially do our best to do the little things for the poor the stranger the needy and um have a love for god and not let the love of god grow cold within us we we have nothing to fear in fact we have to look forward to the second coming when we will be reunited in full communion in a perfect way with christ and with all his holy saints and angels and the blessed virgin so it is something to look forward to in fact church prays every day every time we celebrate the holy sacrifice of the mass we pray for the hastening of the second coming because it is a great uh, it's a day of great rejoicing for those who believe of course those who are condemned to eternal death it is a great tragedy for those souls but we hope to be counted among those who are saved and as we said in the last segment uh, god and christ wants everybody to be saved god does not want even one soul to be lost that is his will that is his desire and we pray that there will be many many of us who will be together with him on that last day that's my reflection for today i hope you have a blessed day everyone and thank you for listening